0: Hey, party people, welcome to this next episode of the Waterworks podcast. We are in season three, Unleashing Your Badass Joy Enthusiast. And this first episode um, in a series is about wisdom and my journey with wisdom. Before we get into my conversation with Missy on this, I did just want to let you know that the audio is a bit wonky. and we're gonna try and fix that for next time. So I apologize if the little bit of static that you hear in the background is uh, frustrating. We will take care of this um, in our next episode. So I hope you enjoy, and as always, feel free to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Waterworks Ministries, and don't forget to check out our website, WaterworksMinistries.org for our training and different things that we are doing coming up here at the end of September and beginning of October. We hope you can join us. Thanks. God bless.
1: I think at this point we've pretty much talked about a lot of the basics. Mm-hmm. What you know, what the foundation is for a badass joy enthusiast, and now today is the first podcast of. A couple, I'm guessing, that will be about wisdom and how wisdom is this whole other level of badassery, for lack of a better word. <laughs> so I am here with my co-host Missy Schoonover. Hello, all, and she is going to be asking me questions about my spiritual journey with wisdom and kind of how that started, what it what it currently looks like we well we may not get there but well how you start this could be a
2: multiple yes a multiple episode so for
1: this episode in particular we're going to start out with where my journey with wisdom started and see how long that takes yeah.
2: we'll see yeah we'll see <laughs> this could be a sit tight hold on yeah session 2 will be coming
1: yes so just a couple notes before we jump in, though. September 28th, I've got a workshop at McFaytown UMC from 9 a.m. to noon. Um, that is called The Dangerous Art of Doing Nothing. It's about learning to listen for God's voice and how we identify how God is speaking to us. Because um, we are all unique, and God, mm-hmm. as you will hear, God uh, talks to us in different ways. And then on October 8th, I am doing a workshop with Casey Hopkins of Wildflower Enterprises, and that will be down at Paxton UMC in Harrisburg, and that's from 6.30 to 9, and it's about raising awareness for human trafficking, uh, some of the theological background of why trafficking is bad, and also what we can do to prevent it, and tips and skills for talking to people who have been trafficked and how we can support them in their healing and um, restoration in terms of who they are as people and how God has created them to be and how God loves them. So that's October 8th. Both of these events you can register online on our website, www.waterworksministries.org, and you can go to the store and donate tab, and they will be the first things that pop up. So you can register online,
2: pay online, $15 for each, and uh, we'll go from there, so. You know, as you were just talking about the upcoming um, workshops, especially the the one on October 8th Mm -hmm. in Paxton about uh, human trafficking, it's just not lost on me that you are talking about that and that that's coming up, Mm -hmm. and we're starting today the discussion Mm -hmm. on wisdom. Yeah. Because as we're going to talk about your journey and wisdom the human trafficking issue in this world was something that was already on your radar. But when you started the journey to meet wisdom mm-hmm. and who she is and, and, and what value she brings, that was always, oh, yeah. always on the board somewhere. You just yeah. never quite knew what were you to do and yeah. so it's just I, that just that just struck me when you were talking about that that workshop coming up mm-hmm. because you know at that time you were thinking that you were going to get on a plane and yeah. go off to pakistan at one point
1: and rescue people. and rescue
2: people i'm and... five feet
1: tall i'm not <laughs> rescuing anybody i'm pretty sure
2: <laughs> i'm pretty sure that wouldn't work out so well <laughs> but you know as we're talking about wisdom you know, I, I hope that you're all going to stay with us and be like, "Oh, I already listened to them, talk about knowledge and how they found mm-hmm. knowledge, because wisdom is decidedly different. Yes, yeah, wisdom Wisdom is a person
1: in my world.
2: In Karen's world, wisdom is a person, and, and we were talking before we started you know, she has been on a very distinctly different journey than what I have been many, many ways, but especially when we're talking about wisdom because I'm still in that camp. I I really need to leave this camp because it has monkey water and mosquitoes. But, but, you know, sometimes we camp out places that aren't good for us, and it's just hard to leave. But, um, you know, I just keep getting the lessons because I'm not learning the lesson, and that comes that comes to be because of my reluctance
1: mm-hmm.
2: to, seek, to seek wisdom more. And, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm still sliding back into that. Well, if I can have the knowledge and the practical application. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> and wisdom is, is so much different. So, so as, we, as we start, I think the, the, the thing that comes to me is, why don't we start at the beginning? Because that's a very good place to start. <laughs> and we are both huge sound of music. We are. You so, more than me. I am so, so a fan. So if anyone caught that reference, yay. Kudos to
1: you. You can be part of our people. Yes,
2: you too can be a part of our club. It's exclusive, not because we want it to be. It's just there's not very many of us <laughs> out there. So, um, but Karen, when when we were talking some some episodes ago about you know, about knowing what we know and looking into those things. Do you remember uh, where you were in your journey when you realized that there was a difference between that knowing what you know through discernment and wisdom? Like, do you remember that time of I think, how that all came about? I think it started in
1: 2015. Um, I remember sitting in one of my coaching trainings where it was, and I have no idea really what year this was. It may have been 2015, where I felt like I needed to read through Proverbs one chapter every day. Um, And it was at that point where I started to realize pretty strongly that... Knowledge and wisdom are two distinctly different things, but at the same time, it was almost like something on the back burner.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, okay, well, this put this in the pile of things to to deal with later, mm-hmm. or something I'll, I'll like that. I'll get to. I'll
2: get to that I'll get after to that. I've learned more. Yeah, I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember us yeah. having conversations about. You know the wisdom that other people had, and we would uh-huh. talk about you know the the encouragement that they could give, and we always equated it with people who were older than us. Yeah, and we were at uh, you know some some different events over the years where people younger than us mm-hmm. started sharing things that really were impactful and insightful, and really rocked our rocked our. Our view of, of reality <laughs> so our whole well wisdom comes with age yeah really got really got taken off the table for us and um, mm-hmm. wisdom was a scary thing I think to us like we didn't know what it was it was hard, hard, it, hard to handle and I didn't. think even today when you say I'm seeking wisdom and I hear people you know different uh, Groups, Bible studies and things that I'm in, I hear people pray, and they're like, Lord, give me wisdom.
1: People don't want wisdom. And I don't think,
2: right. I don't think that when you really start to explore, and for me, I've been auditing it through your journey because it still kind of scares the bejesus out of me. Mm -hmm. Because there is a responsibility that comes with being given wisdom. Yeah. and A um, very big responsibility. And when people just kind of throw that in, like, oh, give me wisdom, what they're really saying, because I've had follow-up conversations with people, of course I have, like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, they, they're, you know. they're really talking about discernment. Well, I just yeah. want to make good decisions. That's not wisdom.
1: No, that's not wisdom.
2: Making good decisions. So I just kind of wanted to set that, right like, yeah. set that scenario. Wisdom is not discernment. And discernment no. does not lead to wisdom. They're two distinctly different Pieces can of lead
1: to wisdom based on experience, but
2: wisdom is its
1: own thing entirely.
2: And to you, it's yeah. an entirely different person. Yeah, which is interesting. So, are you comfortable yeah. sharing how, if you were to introduce wisdom to someone, what does wisdom look like to you? Uh, uh,
1: lovely. <laughs> so, I should preface all of this by saying when I first met wisdom it was in a spiritual direction session with my director. And I had been in a season and was continuing in a season where I really had had quite enough of the patriarchy. I wanted to you know pretty much burn down most of the institutions that that I was a part of, um, just because everywhere I looked, there was, like, for the United States anyway, a white male dominated platform where other people's voices were not even acknowledged, let alone speak. Um, there's something, you know, lip service is this whole other issue, mm-hmm. which is part of this, but. So I was headed into, like, I couldn't even listen to Jesus. Like, I didn't want to talk to Jesus at this point because he was a male. And I was like, bro, you don't know me.
2: (laughs) Yes. And I remember you saying, even though Jesus is not a white man, I still don't want to listen to him. Yeah. And some people were taken aback by that because they still thought. Because it's a very strong statement they um, they yes they thought that that was you know like lightning was going to strike and if it hit you it was going to hit them yeah it was going to spread by proximity. proximity. yeah so but, but don't you think that that was more so that the catalyst that the lord used oh to my turn goodness, you? yeah like he because tried so, he had tried so many different avenues oh yeah and you were having like, none of it yeah i
1: <laughs> be, as you all probably know if you've listened to any of the other podcasts i am stubborn well, both of us are very stubborn very stubborn we can mm-hmm. be we can be mule like that's why times. I'm
2: still hanging out with the monkey water and the yeah. and the mosquitoes mm-hmm. so yeah,
1: so the thing, and as you probably also know, the things that I struggle with or wrestle with for longer than two weeks, I bring to spiritual direction with my director, and so I brought this to direction, and you know, Mindy is a champ she Is up for adventure which is why I'm still one of her clients Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we had this conversation about how I just I didn't want to listen to God I was like Jesus can pound sand yeah Holy Spirit not a person that's like physical form wise Um, but not feeling it either And so, because Mindy is Mindy, she was like, Well, would you like to go into prayer and ask God to give you some kind of imagery that you are willing to interact with?
2: (laughs) I'm sorry I'm laughing, but. (laughs) No,
1: this is. This is funny. (laughs) Because that was a, a fairly, like, on the surface, that was an innocuous question.
2: It, it really was, which is why it makes the result of that question so funny.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> she, and I'm sure she was like, I am asking this, and God only knows what's going to happen because this is Karen. Mm-hmm. And Let's see and we what go image go home. God gives her. Mm-hmm. So, I closed my eyes, and I don't know how long it took, in all honesty. I don't have my journal in front of me for that time. But I ended up seeing this Native American looking woman, long gray and white hair flowing in the wind. She had on a tie-dye hippie skirt, but it was tie-dye gray, like she was all in gray and white. And like the shirt was also like a tunic length, and so it was belted around her waist. And she was dancing around a fire pit, asking me to join her. And I had no idea what to do with that.
2: (laughs) Nor did you have any burning desire. (laughs) To dance with her. To dance with her. You wanted nothing to do with this. Oh, yeah. And listeners, I I remember this so, so clearly. (laughs) This is beautiful. Karen was questioning, well, that vision... (laughs) Couldn't have been that for me. (laughs) After Mindy had said, well, let's ask the Lord to give you something that you will engage with. And she's like, well, I don't like that one either. Yeah. That that couldn't have been for me. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to dance around a fire pit with her. Yeah. I don't even know who she is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what she is. I don't know why she showed up. She's not saying anything.
2: She just wanted you to
1: dance. And... So for, I it think was, it was two months, I called her she, with a capital S, because I didn't know her name, and she was not talking to me. And this was, a, like... You were very frustrated. I was, by the middle of March, I was ready to go to fisticuffs with this woman. You were very frustrated. I was frustrated. like, I will push you in that fire pit, set you on fire. Like, do... <laughs> so, but, didn't but that's it... my first reaction. Like, I want to fight. Yep. Yeah. And I get angry. But
2: didn't the vision that you were given do exactly what Mindy knew that you needed? Yes. To engage. Uh Uh-huh. And you do tend to come out swinging. I do, yeah. With God especially. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, again, you may receive a vision or a message that you do not understand, but just sit with it long enough because if it is from God, it will... Yeah, it will. But yeah, it you. So I remember you were so mad because you thought, well, she should tell you who she is and what she. We should have formal introductions and like, and what her purpose is.
1: We are not doing the normal thing here.
2: And she had given you an invitation, and that was it. Yeah. the The ball was in your court. Yeah. And what was scary was you didn't know who she.
1: Yeah, you did not know who she was. Who she was. And.
2: And yeah. it wouldn't let. You couldn't. I couldn't escape could her. You could not get away from her. I would close my eyes and she would show up.
1: I was trying to do centering prayer and she just like shaked her booty at me. Yes. I
2: was like, oh, woman. And like, for months you kept saying, I am not dancing with her. Yeah. I don't dance around campfires. Yeah. Especially not like that. It took me until
1: September oh, of, funny. of 2018. Oh, yes, we should say this all started in January it's twenty eighteen is when she showed up. Yes. When um, she showed up. And so yeah. yeah, so yes, exactly. Mindy asked me a question that got me really thinking about engagement. And so this this woman shows up, I'm engaged. Mostly because she's not responding to me.
2: It was reluctant engagement. Yes. Yeah. So
1: it had been a while since I had interacted with any kind of God symbol that didn't respond in some way. And so I took this, you know, basically at face value, like, okay, well this is God showing up to me in female form. Mm-hmm. And you are not responding to me. You just smile at me.
2: And dance.
1: And dance. And Yeah. No, I'm not comfortable with with those things. So I kept asking her questions, and she eventually responded. Like and so, for for two months, it was this back and forth thing. And that's a really long time in my world. Yes. So yes, it might not seem like a long time, but for me to wrestle with something for two months, it, it's
2: yeah. It's I mean, a, you're used to a, a two weeks tops. And this was going on and on yeah. and on and, so, and on for you. So we knew that it had significance yes. of monumental proportion. And we just had same, no idea.
1: And at the same time, I was having all of these dreams oh. about giving things back to people. Like stuff that I had stored, stuff that I had organized or carried with me. And I was literally giving things back. Like Things there was, that
2: were no longer yours to carry. That were
1: no longer mine to carry, or yes, I, or I should not have carried them in the first yes. place, and I needed to acknowledge that I needed to give them back. So, so she was working through my dreams at the same time as I was wrestling with her, as I was awake, and finally, she told me that her name was Wisdom, and after that it was kind of all over I was like okay well I know who you are and so I have a frame of reference mm-hmm. now and I had been reading books on wisdom uh, from Cynthia Bourgeau I, there's one book that will be in the show notes um, from a rabbi that talked about Chokmah which is the the Hebrew word for wisdom, and Sophia, the Greek word, both of them are female, and so if you look at the Old Testament, wisdom shows up as a female all always. the time, always, 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 always. always. Mm-hmm. And so, learning what that meant, so I had this, I had this knowledge mm-hmm. of who wisdom was based on, like Old Testament, based on. different traditions and then she finally told me her name but she still wasn't willing to answer any of my questions
2: no you wanted the immediate download yeah from her and that was without going through the process yeah and you know and the dancing around the campfire you know that again you know we've talked about the whole whimsy factor Mm -hmm. and things Mm -hmm. you know that was something that you would not have Created in your own power any oh, kind yeah, of no. way I mean because when you think about wisdom you do you think about this you know mature uh, you know sage mm-hmm. of the community you don't think really calm, of you know calm and inviting m- grandmotherly and yeah. and she represented that physically but in your image she was doing something mm-hmm. Physically, that didn't mesh with what your preconceived notion of wisdom was, which tells us that wisdom is not something that you acquire. It is someone that you get to know yeah. with lots of different parts to her. Yeah, or or she's given.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, she was given to me, and then there was... Well, and there still is the, the developing relationship. So... It was interesting because at one point, and I don't know if it was April, it might have been April, um, or maybe it was March when I was talking with Mindy, where it felt like wisdom had taken residence in that deep part of me where I would have said the Holy Spirit resided. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that the Holy Spirit got kicked out, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of that same place, like, okay, Speaking of discernment, you know, where do I know from? And so for me, it's this, like, it's physical and yet universal kind of space within my gut.
2: And you had to learn, you had to learn what that felt like. Yeah. And that was also that season of going through, is this my gut telling me? Mm. Is this my heart having issue? Is my brain trying to bully Mm -hmm. them again? You know, so there was a lot. You know, we're focusing on on your introduction to wisdom, and then you getting to know her, mm-hmm. and I mean, and now we're we're many many paths down the road. But there were other things going A lot on, of other things going on at the time, at the same time, yeah, that could have been very confusing, and at times were confusing, yeah, but that. That place where she resides now, you know that you know that you know because yeah. you were willing to listen mm-hmm. and do that hard work.
1: Yeah, back then, and so it was almost like I invited her to take up residence mm-hmm. in in some ways, and so I think that was a turning point. That invitation, like there may be a couple weeks before, but you know certainly afterwards of where. We started to have some really interesting conversations, where, like Jesus, she never actually answered any of my questions, but I felt like we were in conversation.
2: Right.
1: So, yeah, it was it was just very very interesting. And then she started showing up in my dreams with the Trinity. And that rocked your world the first couple times that oh, that happened. My gosh. <laughs> Like, people, so I just finished reading a book by Chocopah Turner called Belonging, Remembering Ourselves Home, and it is, a lot of it's about dream work, and she puts these snippets in that are like seven sentences. Like, my dreams are seven acts long. (laughs) It is an epic saga on the likes of Homer and his Iliad. It's Just much more entertaining (laughs) hopefully so like I'm having these what seem to be really long dreams where a lot of different stuff is happening and I'm remembering them and part of it Mindy said was because I was turning 40 Mm -hmm. and often when you come to a significant birthday God works in different ways and and dream work becomes a real thing for you, and 40 is a pretty significant birthday. Um, So wisdom started showing up there. Um, I was going through the grief of losing Shaquille, and it was so interesting because wisdom was the only one that could talk to my heart. Mm -hmm. In that, in late April, early May, where I I had just hardened up and
2: you were back in the dungeon.
1: Your heart was yeah. back
2: in that room in that dungeon mm-hmm. from years ago.
1: Yeah, except this time it showed up in the in a dream as yes. a
2: suitcase.
1: Yes. And so, you mm-hmm. know, same symbolism, different well, different imagery, same, same meaning and symbolism. So Jesus and I are hanging out in this bedroom of the farmhouse in one of my dreams, and Jesus is not making any headway at all. Heart, I've, there are a few times that I have seen my heart be so incredibly belligerent and angry and just flat-out stubborn. Um, and when it gets to that point, it, we've, often we literally have a come-to-Jesus moment. Jesus was not making any headway. <laughs>
2: Even Jesus could get, could not get through to you at that time.
1: Yeah, heart was like, nope, you no, you can, again pound sand yeah. and get out of my room. And so, in an act of desperation, during one of my prayer times, I invited wisdom to talk to heart, and it was a really interesting conversation, and it unlocked stuff that. Was buried really deep, and I did not realize I had some of the the beliefs
2: that I had. Yeah. Like there were just you know it, it turned up a lot of things that you oh had forgotten. Mm-hmm. Things that had been spoken to you, and things that you had carried with you, and beliefs that you held, and just your outlook oh on gosh. a lot of different things in life.
1: So many things changed so many things it was after like, that
2: prayer time, you know we're here this week where so many people are dealing with you know Hurricane Dorian mm-hmm. hitting the coast and things and, and that's what it makes me think of is mm-hmm. just in one fell swoop, it just turned everything over, yeah on you, and you couldn't stop it, you couldn't
1: mm-hmm.
2: do anything with it. it just yeah. had to happen,
1: yeah, and for me, generally when that occurs, I'm at a frustration point that is pretty extreme. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, very much like a roller coaster where, like, I've just, I've dropped and I've gone really far down, really fast, and generally there's something deep seated, like what this was. It it takes that to shake it up. Like I have to, I have to get to a fairly dark place before I'm willing to let go. Mm-hmm. Like the, you're talking about the manky water.
2: Yeah, yeah. Reach this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep you know to go back to Old Testament references because I do love Old Testament. You know, I keep mm-hmm. I keep waiting for Moses to come. Mm-hmm to Mariah and fix my water. Yeah. <laughs> and and the Lord is saying, Hey Missy, yeah, that's you're not, not at Moses and you're not at Mariah, you need to go find better water. <laughs> yeah. So, and but you know, if you hadn't gone so through that process of of the now we can look at it and say, it was such a kindness that the Lord showed you in in allowing wisdom to show up and not immediately say Karen I'm wisdom and yeah. you need to invite me in because you would have shut the door. Yeah. So that kindness of allowing you to get comfortable with not knowing who she who she is but wanting to spend time with her. But you want you were drawn to her, oh which gosh. was so funny because your initial reaction was I think I got someone someone else's vision was downloaded to me because this woman is like twirling around a campfire She's a hippie, I don't know Native American right woman, now. and I don't think this was meant for me, but there was something about her that you wanted to know her. Yeah. She had a sparkle in her eye
1: and a way of holding herself that was, I was transfixed.
2: And no matter how much you shook your fist and tell me who you are, she never changed. No, she kept
1: looking at me with that twinkle in her eye. She
2: never changed. I was like, and we were like, Well, I think that's your answer that she is meant for you. Yeah. Because you wouldn't now start having her in your dreams. But yeah. if if it had shown up, if she'd shown up and been like, I'm wisdom and you need me in your life and I'm not scary, but you're gonna you would have shut down.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah.
2: And you would have never trusted her with your heart. Yeah. So there's there's always, when you get to a certain point and you can look back, that's where I have always thought that wisdom and knowledge are married. Yeah. You can look back and see things that you know, but you see them through the eyes of wisdom yeah. as to, well, why do I know that? Not all everything happens for a reason, and there's this grand script of the world and wisdom nope. that... But you can look back and you can see yeah. things for what they are. And mm-hmm. if you had been thrust into... Karen's journey is usually like whirlwind. Give me whiplash. She can yeah. go from, I have no idea what's happening, to total enlightenment in like two seconds. But yeah. in this, because your heart had been so wounded in so many different ways, yeah, without wisdom... To guide you and to give you her eyes because we,
1: she was God's mouthpiece at that point exactly because, because you
2: weren't listening to him Trinity
1: was was expunged <laughs> I was like you don't have a place here
2: you know when you have you know when you have a, a say a, a toddler that's having a meltdown and you see that the mom is getting nowhere sometimes she has to tag somebody else yeah. to try to reason with that child That's kind of what I see this as being. Completely. You were at this point, but also, you know, God knew that you were, you were ready to be equipped with wisdom, but you were, A, not ever going to ask for it, Mm -hmm. and B, if you were going to ask for it, you were going to try to find it exactly like you said, you've been reading all these books on Mm -hmm. wisdom, and that's not the way that he, for you, for you, he can, he works in however he works, and every person's different. But for you, you were not going to be equipped with wisdom indwelling in you by reading somebody else's words that they had written about their journey. That just wasn't going to happen. And then through a course of events that happened that really put you in a position, I'm not going to say you were forced to address them because there's far too many people in this world that just choose to ignore the ugly stuff and don't deal with it. But you were willing to explore those, and it just allowed that knowledge and physical part and wisdom to come in.
1: Yeah. There was a, yeah, knowledge is knowing something, wisdom is knowing what to do in situations, which includes knowledge, but not, wisdom is an action, I think, in a a lot of ways and
2: well it, yeah. you started by saying you know
1: pick up Proverbs
2: yeah she, she was crying out on the street corner was raging against the system yeah and no one was listening but those who did hear were called to action yeah so she is you know you can have all the knowledge in the world mm-hmm. and not know what to do with it yeah you're not there anymore no now and you do dance around that fire yes. with her
1: because she let me she gave me the space and trinity was trinity ended up showing up too mm-hmm. i allowed them back in my life
2: <laughs> okay ask for excited, they never left your life True. they just stepped into the shadows for a little while
1: yeah they were in a closet like i I shut the door in their face.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wisdom but hung out. There. Wisdom hung out in the closet with them. Yeah. Wisdom. Wisdom was sneaky. In some ways. She was the. She was the part of their. Of their love for you. Yeah. That you needed right mm-hmm. then. And that's what wisdom is. It's an outpouring of love and kindness, and mm-hmm. and also a kick in the rear.
1: Oh yeah, wisdom <laughs> is not afraid to bring the
2: thunder. That's a whole other. So podcast on yeah, its
1: own. Yeah, so we will talk about that next time. Um, hopefully you have gotten a taste of how wisdom can show up. And granted, I realize that I am a rather unique individual. Um, not everyone is going to have wisdom show up as a person to them. But if you are looking for a way to interact with God in a different way, wisdom... And the personification of wisdom as a female may be a place to start. Uh, yeah,
2: Proverbs. Start uh, it is Proverbs. scriptural. It it is one hundred. You, you any of you that have been listening, you know, chapter we, of Job. We we are scriptural. We are scriptural girls here. You know, because I there's a lot of there's a lot there's of there's a lot of woo 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 out there. But wisdom in scripture. Is always always female female
1: and there's a reason for that so she now may,
2: she may not be in your world showing up yeah. as a Native American elderly woman dancing she isn't with me I'm still seeking reluctantly and that's why you know I'm still drinking the mink yeah
1: you you know that this may be my invitation to pray for you around this which is not what you want
2: uh, no, not in any kind of way. But see, but that's what's interesting is someone could listen to this and be like, well, why wouldn't you want wisdom? Because, because... Wisdom, ex-
1: wisdom requires something of us. It
2: does. It does. But and that's we'll where I come back to and say, when I hear people time. pray and say, Oh, Lord, give me wisdom. My immediate thought is, do you know, what what is it that you're asking for? Yeah. Because there's a lot It of, is a dangerous prayer. It is a very dangerous. It is a wonderful, liberating, amazing prayer when you are ready for it yeah
1: but otherwise
2: so maybe I'm giving someone hope that you know I've been on this journey and we've talked about all these wonderful strides that we've made and these achievements that the Lord has done through us and I'm here saying I even at this point yeah in my life and I'm coming up on a big milestone this Mm -hmm. year birthday um not 40 uh bigger than that um I still am reluctant to release and I know that I will get there
1: yeah I'll get there and it's all in in time Mm -hmm. and I think for me and what I do in terms of spiritual direction coaching training there's been the timeline is pushed up a bit like other people take you know God seems to be a bit more gentle I'll say with others in terms of the timeline, with me, it's like boom, 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 boom. Um, my spiritual director, my spiritual direction supervisor, like all of them are like, you change every month. Mm-hmm. You are a different person every time we talk, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like shedding the layers, you know, becoming more of who I truly have been created to be, and a lot of that over the last twelve plus nine. 21 months, (laughs) I used to be an engineer, thank God for the TI-84 calculator, Um, but so over the last, yeah, 21 months, it's been because of wisdom Mm -hmm. and my wrestling with her, my interactions with her, dancing with her, and being willing to listen to what she has to say even generally all the time when I don't like it.
2: Mm So. And if you'd like to have a little bit more backdrop and more information mm-hmm. about all of this, you know, Karen does a great job of going deeper in the book, Fierce Grace, about, yeah. about wisdom and about how this all came about. So if you have not yet read her book, again, I highly yeah. encourage you to check it out. And you can also get that
1: under store and donate mm-hmm. on our Waterworks Ministries web page um, or if you'd like it on Kindle, you can go to amazon.com type in Karen Weis's Fierce Grace and it'll pop up it's an orange cover it's kind of fiery, which is why I check which is why I chose it <laughs> but we are done for now next time we'll be more about wisdom and what what the dance looks like and we just wish you Hased and Shalom and go with Go with the beauty that is within you and continue to trust. All right, take care, everyone.